Welcome to Paradise Lost, a show where my friends and I play Dungeons and Dragons. My name is David Stallings, and I am the Dungeon Master for this campaign. A few things to note before diving in. The current events of this world are based around the adventure module Curse of Strahd. However, this campaign exists within the world of Ikramar, an entirely homebrewed world made by me. These events occur at a similar time period as our Lustrothia campaign, though on separate continents. Now, let's discuss what has happened so far. The year is 542 PC, post-collapse, in the world of Ikramar. On the continent known as Aedis, there is a country still trying to become stable, known as Rauda. While cities attempt to rise up and become the capital, housing a true leader of Rauda, there is more to fear in this land. On the western side of Rauda are three land bridges, one to the north, one in the center, and one to the south. No one in Rauda knows what lies past these bridges due to the dangers on each one. Meanwhile, to the east is the expansive sea dominated by Lestrodia. Seafaring individuals have to be very careful on these waters, or perhaps they will be overtaken by the Lestrodian government, or worse, the creatures that reside within. As a result, Rauda is a large yet isolated country. Surrounded by the unknown, the citizens try to survive its natural horrors, unnatural creatures, and its man-made wars. The opportunity to flee from this harsh world is non-existent to many in Rauda, except for where our story begins. On the southwestern coast of Rauda, near the southmost land bridge, is a small town known as Okel. A very humble town, it does not offer much other than fish and a place of rest for those who arrive there. It has become a place of sanctuary to those who are considered outcasts or wanderers. No one means to find Okel. They end up there, and some decide to stay. A bright blue tiefling by the name of Chaos arrived five years ago and made Okel her home. She wanted this place to shine with joy, a reality that she had never encountered herself. So she built the large tavern in the center of town known as the Haven. She made it a point that almost every evening, a party would be held within the Haven for all of the outcasts of Okel. Due to the leadership shown by Chaos, she inadvertently became the de facto leader of Okel. But as Okel has grown over the years, Chaos recognized that there are new things to focus on. Now, Chaos has decided that Okel cannot live isolated like this forever, and that danger will eventually present itself. If this town is to be preserved, some would need to rise up to defend it. This is why she pulled five unique individuals from the town to have a meeting with her in the Haven. And now, let's introduce our characters. Hello, my name is Timothy Tutos. I only have two toes on one foot, but I won't tell you which one. <laughs> right. Mystery. Right. I'm a bard. I got a didgeridoo, a recorder, and a fire burning mm -hmm. within me. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> That's really all you need to so know. So mysterious. I stab people with my, my rapier, and I occasionally oh. throw and lose daggers. <laughs> so. That has been a common theme. That's now that I remember. A little bit about me. How about you? 
um, Stephen B. Fistler, but my friends call me Stefan B. Fistler. Mm. Um, <laughs> Never know me, which one. Yeah. I'm just a I'm just a good guy, you know. I'm here out on the shore in Jersey, um, as determined by a role prior. Uh, my penis is oh. two feet. Yep. And I only, I don't mean to be crude, but that is essential to my character yep. um, as it protrudes. Is that the right word Protrude. to say? Out of my, out of my chastity belt. Mm-hmm. Out of my chastity belt. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like the chastity belt's there, but it right. kind of just dangles Can out. Can you explain why you have a chastity belt? Well, the, da- the chastity belt. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. There's a reason. I've been wondering. Th- what's your class is what I'm asking. Oh, okay. I was just saying, I don't know how deep you want me to get, but uh, just oh, the class. Oh, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm a tiefling warlock. Uh, yeah, my warlock, you know, that's kind of just what grants me my powers is my chastity belt. Let's just say that I'm promised to. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't hear him. <laughs> oh, but you can see him. Oh. That's what they always say. Hmm. Roll for animal handling. What about you? <laughs> me? You know me. We've been adventuring together for, like, weeks, right? No. Why do I need to tell you who I am? Oh, right. Because someone doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Andre Andraste. Mm -hmm. Double A. Mm -hmm. Like the battery. Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm a human wizard. uh, Specializing in the school of illusion. Because of... One man that really got to me, who came through my hometown and mocked and ridiculed me because my illusions were not as good as hymns. His. Hymns. Hymns. <laughs> Sponsored by hymns. Uh, uh, that, that man, I will find one day and I will show him what I'm made of. Mm. But until then. Fuck him. This is a dream that made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My name is Lord Farquaad, for obvious reasons. The Lord. Obviously. I'm a druid halfling, also a noble. Not sure if that matters to you or not, but um, I usually so come noble. in at the end of the fight where everyone's like dying and then I just like attack. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I those little legs. I've yeah, never done. Can't quite get into the fight yet. <laughs> I think I'm like two foot 11 or something. <laughs> We're so chilling. We no, two six. I'm two six. Are we disclosing heights? Well, you I'm, can. I'm, I'm, we're just talking about how tiny I am. Disclosing you can disclose um, as much information oh. as you want. Yeah, I just came out of nowhere. You came out of nowhere. I'm 6'4", if we're disclosing. <laughs> oh, wow. I also wrote thick, hot, is that, thick. Oh, is this your Tinder bio? And I'm 6'4", if that matters. Huge whopping cobra. Cute. <laughs> Big fro, but where? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is literally that. his Tinder profile, <laughs> if he had one. Human, red tiefling, human, Halfling, uh, halfling. Aren't you blue? We also I'm have, actually blue. You're blue. blue. My baby blue. Chaos. Sorry I to say I have that red. red. And then in our party, we <laughs> have uh, Nereza, the... I got this. Asimar, oh. uh, female ranger that we have. Hey, everybody. But I'm, she is... I'm the Asper. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Asper. Asper? Apparently. No. Hi, I'm Nereza, and I'm the ASMR of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Taking on the role of town defenders, the newfound heroes were informed of the first thing that needed to be done. A tribe of Aldani, large lobster folk creatures, to the south had requested aid from Okal. 
There was a time in recent years where a deal was brokered between Okal and this tribe to coexist near each other without fear of harm, but a willingness to aid was also required in that deal. The new defenders went and learned that the Aldani had been attacked in their home by a tribe of kobolds, small creatures with dragon-like qualities, yet none of their power. The defenders rushed to the cave and found it was indeed infested. After eliminating many of these kobolds, the heroes found that they were led by three unique kobolds, known as Dis, Tis, and Bis. In an intense fight with them, Dis and Bis esca escaped, while Tis was killed. More interestingly, they learned that the kobolds had come to reclaim an item allegedly stolen by them, the Egg of a Dragon. Going back to the Aldani, the heroes interrogated them regarding this egg and found that the Aldani may have actually provoked this action from the kobolds. A few snarky comments from both sides resulted in a battle where all of the Aldani were killed and then promptly eaten since they are lobsters and still taste incredible. Our heroes did not want to have the ire of a nearby dragon pointed towards Okul, so they began their journey to return the egg. They made it to the Vomalir Timberlands, having learned that this is where the kobolds live, which means the dragon, who they learned was named Suverus, would be nearby. After journeying for a few days, the party was assaulted by a group of kobolds, seeing the egg from afar. But as they rushed to attack, the egg suddenly hatched, revealing a green dragon wormling, who found comfort from the party's bard and decided to work with them, killing these kobolds promptly. They gave the dragon the name of Shadow for now, as it accompanied them back to its mother. Finding the kobold hideout, there was no reasoning with them and they had to fight their way through to reach the mother. Upon slaying the leaders Dis and Bis, the kobolds cowered before the party, allowing them to visit Suverus without issue. Though an encounter with the dragon would spell certain doom for most adventurers, this circumstance was more cordial. Suverus was grateful for the unasked aid of the party in bringing her child back. It seemed that she was close to taking revenge on the entire countryside, but that catastrophe had been averted. Having succeeded on their first mission, our adventurers went back to Okul to celebrate their victory. But their journey had just begun. <laughs>